I'm thankful you're well. You're listening to Gaino. Gaino is a Seneca word for music or song. I'm your host, Brett Maybe, and each week we take a listen to some amazing music from different indigenous artists from all across Turtle Island. And as always, you're cordially invited to enjoy the music and the chat. Let's see, what can I say that already hasn't been said about today's featured guests? First and foremost, I'm excited to welcome the hallucination to today's gyno. I'll be chatting with original founding member Aaron Bear Witness Thomas and Tim the Toolman Hill, who's been a member since 2014. Now, while we'll be discussing the hallucination's most recent album, One More Saturday Night, it will also be a little bit of a retrospective as we take a look back on an amazing journey thus far. And to kick off our listening today, featuring Jen Kreisberg, it's when we fly. Turn it up and sing along. You are listening to Gyno.
as we get into our listening on today's edition of Gyno. It's When We Fly, featuring Jen Kreisberg from the Hallucinations most recent album, One More Saturday Night. Welcome back. I'm your host, Brett Maybe, coming to you from the Allegheny Territory of the Seneca Nation. I couldn't be any more excited for today's featured guest. Uh, we have a lot to talk about. I don't really think these gentlemen actually need too much of an introduction as well. I'm going to let them do it. <laughs> so at this time, I'd like to welcome Bear Witness and Tool Man to today's Gyno. Welcome, gentlemen. How are you today? Doing good. Thanks. Yeah, Scano, Scano. Uh, I'm grateful uh, you guys could take a few minutes to sit down and talk with me today. Oquanonio. Uh, this is super exciting. Uh, like I was mentioning to you before, I think I, I, I was a little starstruck to even bother to try and reach out before today. And then I finally got the guts. I finally thought, you know, the worst they could say is no. And uh, your team has just been so awesome to work with. So, again, I certainly appreciate this conversation. Uh, what an amazing album we're going to be discussing today. But I think more importantly, what a phenomenal career that you guys have been experiencing uh, over a decade now. I mean, that's got to be a little bit hard to believe, too, you know? Oh, yeah. Super weird. It's like uh, we're about at 15 years now. It really? Wow. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> kind of wild when you start to think about how quickly that happened. Absolutely. So, how did the group come together? Uh, we first came together uh, on a pretty simple idea, which was we were all working DJs in the Ottawa scene, and we wanted to throw a party uh, as a group of Indigenous DJs and towards our directed towards our communities. So, like, the big difference was, you know, we, we put posters up around the Native Students Association and around the Friendship Centers in town and stuff. And the reaction was uh, not only overwhelming in the fact that we, like, sold out right from the first party we, we did, but also the reaction of people in the city saying that, you know, we, that we need this, that you, you know, created the space for us to come out uh to for a club night that that we can own and and you can't stop doing it now uh so that that's really the, the origin uh in terms of like you know that growing beyond just being a group of djs uh that came you know pretty soon after when we had this amazing following of indigenous people here in ottawa and i mean actually all kinds of people started coming to the party but we really wanted to make something to give back to our community and that's where the idea to start sampling power music uh, grew out of. And, uh, let, yeah, let's be honest. I mean, that was a, a pretty new thing within indigenous communities at that time. I mean, it's, it's pretty unprecedented, yeah? Yeah, definitely. And it was, it was actually really scary to start doing. <laughs> you know, it was like uh, we're used to pushing boundaries on certain levels, you know, especially when it comes to representing ourselves and the way that we're seen and those sort of things. But then to turn around and also push boundaries within our own community to do exactly that, to do something that hadn't really been done before. And like uh, when you're talking about something like like power music, you know, there is a, a need to be respectful and careful in the way that you treat that music was there that feeling early on that you created something new and special with this oh yeah definitely like i mean i i think you know just knowing that it's something that hadn't happened before us and then watching that you know i mentioned the, the fear of when we first did it watching people from our communities 
uh, 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 you know, take it on and accept it and have it have agree with that representation that we were showing. You know, that was that was a really amazing feeling, and that's kind of what told us, okay, we're we're doing the right thing here. Yeah. You know, I was uh, going to ask about 10-year anniversary celebrations of A Tribe Called Red and Hallucination. Uh, but then, you know, as I'm doing some of the prep work for this, it became really apparent uh, that the album we're featuring today, One More Saturday Night, is the celebration. Is that a fair summary of, of what this album represents? Absolutely. It was uh, a way to close the chapter. It was a way to, I guess, start in this new cycle of music that we are trying to do see um like when it comes to like the questions that you know that uh you talk about the beginnings of of a tribe called red because i wasn't there i was only a spectator at the time i've been in the group since 2014 in may or april so um i came into it as a fan i got to see these shows that they, uh, they were putting on um i was lucky enough to be um friends with them and and they invited me to uh, uh, multiple shows at South by Southwest in that 2014 year. In 2013, I was uh, hanging out with them at the in Winnipeg, in studio with them as well. Um, so watching them and knowing how important what was going on, uh, it just made it really easy to be just like, uh, yeah, we should probably do some work together. Anything that I can do to help, or because it's like a bunch of people that were doing something that were that was like that felt good like spiritually and uh musically as well mm. um but for this last project um since this is like a i guess an acknowledgement of, of me and bear's relationship and how much it's grown over the years and uh us having this yeah this new cycle of this this new phase and also by paying homage to the party that started it all it's a fantastic piece. I mean, there's really uh, a nice dynamic of, of serious topics and having fun. I want to touch on all of this when we come back in just a few. Uh, we do have a lot of amazing music coming for listeners today as well. So let's get back into that at this point. Uh, of course, you gentlemen were kind enough to provide me with a couple recommendations of artists that we need to be checking out as well. And you know what? They don't always have to be new ones. One is Johnny Cash's Drums, a mid-60s release uh, from an album that also featured Ira Hayes and uh, as long as the grass shall grow, a lot of classics that got him into a lot of hot water. Uh, but winding down this block is the other recommendation we got, of course, Lito Pimienta. So we'll be right back in just a few. Kicking off this block from the hallucinations, one more Saturday night. Turn it up and sing along with Takarita featuring Rob Ruha today on Gyno. Move, move.
This is Jaylee Wolf, and you're listening to Guy Note.
Lolita and It's Okay to Haseis. A newer single and coming by way of recommendation from today's featured artist, The Hallucination. Welcome back. Uh, if you're just now tuning in, we got a little bit of a retrospective on The Hallucinations. Uh, well, it's been well over 10 years now. Uh, we're looking at more like 15 uh, really getting a sense of the amazing magical journey that this group has been on. And uh, I feel like we can move on and discuss just this album now. We could go down any number of rabbit holes. However, suffice it to say, we don't have too, too much time. Uh, So, all right. One more Saturday night. As I was mentioning before the break, uh, people notice that it's a dance between serious topics and fun, uh, kind of just a feel-good album. Is this an important element of this collection? Yeah, for sure. It's, it's, go ahead, Tim. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, it is. It's, um, and it was intentional, I guess. It was, it was meant to be that. I mean, when we first started working on the project, it was actually a trip that, you know, like me and Bear went on a vacation together out here in um in LA and uh we went to go see this festival called uh Kaya Fest where um you know it's the, the Marley's uh put it on and uh out in San Bernardino. We got an Airbnb in Hollywood and we just kind of like hung out for three days and like you know just discussing thinking about you know like uh what's on our mind when it comes to music and stuff but just more or less just like really it was like the, the last thing we were kind of just there for the music and um going to this festival but we've had these talks and we were talking about how um we are the hallucination the last project was uh was a was a hard record to make it was very like you know dark and deep and lots of really heavy content and uh it took a, it took a long time to make and it was like it was a lot so the fear of like going in in the studio and making something to that feeling of it was uh was scaring me a bit and so you know i i just approached bear that you know i wanted to see about making something a little bit more lighthearted this time around and bear said that you know like what's that what you said is you wanted it to be fun. Yeah, I wanted it to be a fun, fun, fun record to do. And uh, he's like, yeah, it can be fun, but it can't lose the message. You still have to, you know, we have a responsibility here. And we still have to do the work that we've been doing. And then it just kind of turned into this, like, three, four-year journey of, like, creating this album all across the world, basically. And... Uh, but the idea started there of uh, how that goes. But then as the album kind of started to flesh out all of these amazing uh, things that we got to do, we got to work with Tonto in Calgary with Malcolm Cecil, the co-creator of it. We got to work with Rob Ruha and uh, we got to work with uh, a young kid named Antoine Edwards Jr. who now just goes by Antoine. Uh, it was a, uh, yeah, it was a journey of like all over the globe, basically. And we got to like make this, make this album in hotel rooms and Morais and uh, a bunch of other places and studios all across the, the the planet, basically. And we were like doing TED talks. We were. <laughs> it was it was such a creative 
whirlwind. And uh, we just held on, I guess, to each other throughout this whole project and found studio time whenever we could. And uh, yeah, this album just kind of came out of it. This creative, really ambitious thing that we've never really, we took some chances on this album. And uh, yeah, and we just took chances, period. And uh, we loved the results of, of uh, what that was. And, uh, but I'll, I guess, like, I'll let Bear talk about, like, uh, the name of it and, like, uh, where it came from as far as that goes and the conception of the whole project. Because at the end of the day, Bear's kind of like the conceptual genius behind a lot of the stuff that we do. Uh, yeah, you really hit the nail on the head, though. Like, that's exactly the intent of the album was to have something that, that could be fun uh, while also keeping to to the ideas that you know the concepts that we have uh, worked towards our entire career, sure. uh, and that I mean that rolls right into the name change, which is a massive part of this album and what the album represents. You know, when uh, when we were looking at creating this album and the new directions we wanted to, the things to go in with the group, we started to realize that we had moved so far away from where we had started in a sense, at least in, in, a, in a creative sense and in, in an intent kind of sense. I mean, this group was started without, like I said, really simply, and we didn't necessarily do it with the intent to become who we are, have the voice that, that we have now or use it the way that we do. So with all of those things now being behind us and part of what, what put us together, we've realized over the years, Tim and I, that intent is such a massive part of everything we do you know there's times where we can't even finish a song until we figure out what the intent behind that song is so going forward with more of that intent in mind it became really obvious that john trudell had given us this this pathway forward um through the hallucination poem and through the you know the time we spent with him and the talks we had uh that not only did we want to bring his concepts that we had put into We Are the Hallucination along with us into the new phase of our career, but we also wanted, you know, to bring part of his voice and to keep that with us. So rededicating ourselves as the hallucination seemed a, a really obvious thing way to do that. It's almost like yeah, he the, saw this before you guys. He was waiting for you to catch up, huh? One, yep. 100%. I, I mean... <laughs> The, the, the recording, he introduced us uh, in Santa Fe in 2014. Wow. And the words that he said to introduce us, to me, for years, were just like some really, some really amazing things to, to have said about you. Yeah. When we listened to it during this journey that we've been on through this album, we realized that the words he was saying made more sense to us now than they actually wow. And that... 100% he saw the way forward for us and he left us he left us a uh, a trail of breadcrumbs or whatever to 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 you know to follow like it, the the map was so obvious once we had arrived at the destination we realized that somebody had <laughs> that John had set the map for us you know it was a it was a really wild feeling and right from that first day when when we met you know one of the first things he said was uh that we had done something intuitively that it took him half his lifetime to figure out. 
and which was using music as the vehicle that's exactly what i mean you know it was a revelation for so many people and i'm sure he had a very similar reaction like wow where has this been all my life you know Uh, I love any time I get to hear memories of John. I feel like, you know, we we came close to meeting before, but, you know, just uh, I I was just getting started in radio a few months before he passed, you know. And uh, so any time I get to hear from people who had met him and interacted and collaborated with him, I just I absolutely love it. You know, he was uh, really kind of a sage voice in the scene, you know, so. Like it just goes to sh- like for us, anyways. That we we really look to our people, the people that came before us, whether it be Buffy, whether it be John, whether it be Keisakola, Kis- like whatever. Like it's just we we we've always tried, <laughs> we've always listened to them. It must be like Hodenashoni in us or or something. But like it's like a we always we always have these people watching our backs at, 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 you know, at all angles and even stuff from before, like from our past and from first meeting, whatever, it always seems to come back around all the time. And, uh, we're just really grateful that we have all these amazing people that, uh, look out for us. Uh, you know, it's, it's funny that you say that too, because even when I was listening to you guys talk about the intention of the record, I'm thinking to myself, yeah, these are very like specific Haudenosaunee like aspects, you know, positive intention. And I like to nerd out on all that, but again, you know, uh, we don't have that much time, unfortunately, to do that today. Maybe we can make this a series at some point, you know, that'd be kind of fun too. So uh, let's come back and talk about future plans. I'm excited for you guys uh, to be out here during the Native American Music Awards. We can get caught up on that. But uh, let's get back into the tunes at this point. Uh, We've been talking about some amazing collaborators that you guys have been working with over the years. And, of course, we can't leave out Tanya Tagak. So kicking off this block, and I also have to preface by saying this, and this is a little bit embarrassing. The first time I ever introduced this track on Gyno, I don't know why I said it, but I looked at the text only. I was like, and coming up next is collaboration does not equal appropriation. So anyway, (laughs) coming up right now, turn it up and sing along with collaboration, not appropriation from the hallucinations. One more Saturday night today on Gyno. I sort of know it then. I mean, that literally is what the title is. Yeah, you actually, you, you, you're the first one to ever get it correctly. That's why you want it.
appropriation. Collaboration and 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 appropriation. You're listening to Gyno, and I'm Brett Maybe. Be right back to wrap up my discussion with today's featured artist, The Hallucination, so don't touch that dial. In the meantime, one from Johnny Cash's Bitter Tears album and this one from Neon Natives. It's Trust Fall, I said no damn. Just who we are, horizon on 
twist and a turn, but I made my way back because of one way signs. Last in line, it's a long way, but I see you moving up like a pay rate. So go ahead and make it moves like an earthquake. Go like your birthday and go and let them know you put it down like a first take. Whoa. This is Neon Natives from the Navajo Nation, and you're listening to Native Voice One. From the Indian Reservation to the governmental school, well, they're going to educate me to the white man's golden rule, and I'm learning very quickly. For I've learned to be ashamed And I come when they call Billy Though I've got an Indian name And there are drums beyond the mountain Indian drums that you can't hear There are drums beyond the mountain And they're When they think that they've changed me Cut my hair to meet their needs Will they think I'm white or Indian Quarter blood or just half breed Let me tell you, Mr. Teacher When you say you'll make me right In 500 years of fighting not one indian turned white and there are drums beyond the mountain indian drums that you can't hear there are drums beyond the mountain and they're getting mighty near well you thought that I knew nothing when you brought me here to school just another empty Indian just America's first fool but now I can tell you stories that are burnt and dried and old but in the shadow of their telling walks the thunder proud and bold and there are drums beyond the mountain 
mountains, Indian drums that you can't hear. There are drums beyond the mountain, and they're getting mighty near. Lone Pine and Sequoia, Handsome Lake and Sitting Bull. There's Mendes, Colorado, with his leaves so red and full. Crazy horse, the legend. Those who bit off Custer's soul, they are dead, yet they are living with the great Geronimo. And there are drums beyond the mountains, Indian drums that you can't hear. There are drums beyond the mountains, and they're getting mighty near. Well, you may teach me this land's history, but we taught it to you first. We broke your hearts and bent your journeys. Broken treaties left us cursed. Even now, you have to cheat us. Even though you think us tame, in our losing, we found proudness. In your winning, you found shame. And there are drums. Beyond the mountains, Indian drums that you can't hear. There are drums beyond the mountains, and they're getting mighty near. Hello, I'm Brad Mamie, and that was Johnny Cash with drums from Bitter Tears in the Ballad of the American Indian. Coming by way of recommendation from today's featured artist, The Hallucination. If you're just now tuning in, of course, I want to encourage you to go check out the full archive podcast available at gynomusic.fm. Of course, it's available on all major platforms, uh, and uh, you can tune it right here to your local FM AM a station as well. We have just a little bit more time to talk. Uh, we're, of course, discussing the Hallucinations' most recent release, One More Saturday Night, a pivotal turning point for these internationally acclaimed DJs. Uh, while I have you just for a few more minutes, guys, uh, let's, let's go ahead and talk future plans here. What do you have on the agenda? What's coming up? Well, we're back touring again, so that's nice. Since, uh, since the world you know, started opening up a little bit more, we've been touring a lot more. Um, we just we while during COVID we did two seasons of Rutherford Falls, um, which is a show on Peacock. Yeah. Uh, we we scored yeah um, we scored both seasons. Uh, we scored a, a, a horror film called Slashback. Uh, <laughs> we were we were checking off a lot in our bucket list when it comes down to uh, different mediums yeah. and me- medias to uh, to to work within and. Uh, we only have a couple more to go, I feel like, you know, but, you know, we, we got a lot done during COVID, I, I felt like. Um, are you aiming we're to be, also er- like, are you aiming to be ERGOT winners? Your Emmy, Grammy, oh. Tony, Oscar, and what's the last one? I 
Because I think if I anybody mean, could do it, would it be nice, could. I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it would be nice. If it were. We definitely love being able to, to, to be a part of uh, our, our peers and, and like just, just working alongside a lot of these awesome talents like, um, like Sierra Ornelas, the showrunner, or from from uh, Rutherford Falls. Mike Schur was also a part of the project, and Ed Helms. That was that was awesome oh, yeah. you know what i mean just just and then like just seeing our our buds in the 1491s like just completely smashing it out there with uh with sterling harjo and taika waititi doing um reservation dogs oh yeah and we did work for reservation dogs as well for both seasons nice. so <laughs> so yeah we're we, we were busy on the production end on in film and television but I think now we are just starting to get back into cracking into working on a brand new project um during that whole process of me and Bear going across the world and making some music, there was some music that we was made that didn't fit this project mm. that we just put out. Um, so we were getting right back into that and revisiting those ideas and and expanding on those ideas. I think that that whole trip helped us make help us come to the conclusion of what we're going to do for this next project. So it's pretty exciting, and it's about to start like next week. Oh, the recording so of it. We're, we're Oh yeah, yeah. We're 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 about to get right back into it again. We're uh, we think that this uh, the one more Saturday Night album is has done awesome for us, and it was really needed, and we needed to do it. But now it's time to yeah. to crack open this this new stuff that we need to start thinking about. Well, I don't ever want to pry too much, but I always love a spoiler or any kind of uh, you know insider information too, if it's possible. <laughs> Top secret? Uh, <laughs> I'll say this. Uh, look at our suplex EP. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> How about a projected uh, release date? Or are we way too far ahead for that? Yeah, but what we got coming is like really, really fun and exciting. Uh, can't wait. Before okay. I let you go, where can people find you at? Our socials are all linked. You know, our socials are uh, Instagram is hallucination. Um our Facebook is the hallucination. Uh, our website is the hallucination.com. <laughs> so it's like, it's, it's uh we're, we're pretty much on all, all the stuff, Apple, Spotify, everything is under the, the hallucination. So uh, yeah, that's, that's basically where you need to find us. Anything Tim, new. Tim Bear, yeah. I can't thank you guys enough for taking a little bit of time to chat with me today. It's been an incredible honor. Congratulations on all your continued success. I can't wait to catch up with you at the NAMIs, and I can't wait for all future releases and more insightful conversations as well. Thanks so much, man. It's been great talking with you. Yeah, yeah, now I know. We are the tribe that they cannot see. We live on an industrial reservation. We are the Halusa Nation. We have been called the Indians. We have been called Native American. We have been called hostile. We have been called pagan. We have been called militant. We have been called many names. We are the Halusa Nation. We are the human beings Callers of names cannot see us, but we can see them. We are the Halusa Nation. Our DNA is of earth and sky.
Our DNA is a past and future. We are the hallucination. We are the evolution. The continuation. The Alusa Nation. Halusa Nation. What's up? This is Bear Witness. And this is Toolman. We are the Halusa Nation. And you're listening to Gaino on Native Voice One. Heard you wanna travel, take me to Bahamas. Heard you wanna live large and spend your days with me. When it's time to show up, I see you need to grow up. Your eyes have been unfaithful, you're no good for me. I can tell you're not in this for
For this and past episodes of Gyno, log on to gynomusic.fm or nv1.org. Also, to discover more music from incredible indigenous artists, be sure to check out the Native Artist Directory at nativeartistdirectory.com. Native Voice One, the Native American Radio Network.